0: it's just it's just sort of interesting, you know how how different people have strong opinions. and I think also, in general, I think we need to be more kind about opinions because I think you're right. I don't think a lot of these places are truly as bad as some people will will make it out to be. Like look, like in the u k you could play almost any slot machine you want online. So uh, someone might say to you, well, Steve, you are a slot degenerate. How <laughs> do you know need- me? Why do you need to go? Why do you need to go to Vegas? Yeah, guilty. <laughs> yeah. Why do you need to go to Vegas when you could do that online from the comfort of your home?
1: Ready to maximize your travel and casino experience from both sides of the pond? From airline miles, hotel points, and loyalty programs, to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all of the knowledge you need to travel in style. Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by TravelZork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. Now, please welcome the hosts of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger and everyone's favorite Brit Steve White.
0: Welcome back to Zorkcast. Steve and I are here today for another exciting episode of Zorkcast, which is actually Zorkcast episode number one. Thirty. I'm not sure at this point what we're going to call this episode, so we don't have a title for it yet. Isn't it? it But we have a lot to talk about.
2: We're on episode 130. I remember when we did episode 100; it didn't feel that long ago.
0: No, I know. I absolutely, and I know we're trying to keep the episodes up as much as we can, and we've both been so uh, so busy. Lately. Actually, we never used to name the episodes. We used to never even mention sometimes the episode numbers because when we were doing the nine minute episodes, we would sometimes mix up the order that we released them in. So we never wanted to say what episode it was. But this we have a lot to talk about. Basically, the overview for this episode is we are going to take a concept called the transformative power of adventure from an article I read this week and apply it to gambling. We're going to talk a little bit about my next Vegas trip, which is coming up very, very soon, which will probably have started by the time we drop this episode, we are also going to talk a little bit about Vegas promotions, particularly the new Hilton promotions from Impresario. We're going to talk a little bit about VIP hierarchy, how long casino offers last, dog logistics, Vietnam logistics, Vegas groups, and what's great for you. And Excalibur targeting me on Facebook. <laughs> so we have quite a bit to we have quite a bit to talk yeah, about packed. today. So we're going to get to it. That's right. A jam-packed episode, which we, which we came up with in the last 20 minutes, but, (laughs) but we really do. Steve, Steve, I mean, all jokes aside, I was about to say all seriousness aside, but. All jokes aside, Steve and I really do try to put some thought into these episodes about what we're going to be discussing and not just rambling. So we hope it's it's helpful to, to people. Yeah, so, when we, when
2: uh, we say we put this together, that's where before. We, we have talked about this for the last two weeks. We just finally put things down on paper. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, and then and then usually a lot of things a lot of things come up. So I try to bring those things into into the episode. So that could be I try to save screenshots and things like that on my phone, because I never know what I will necessarily get to. But before we get to this really interesting concept of the transformative power of adventure, I think I'm going to dive a little bit into my upcoming Vegas trip.
2: And I know Steve is super jealous about I'm always jealous when you're in Vegas without me.
0: Well, I mean, you could be in Vegas with me. You knew about <laughs> this, this trip.
2: Yeah, but work work gets in the way.
0: <laughs> yes, I know, I know.
2: And we will make another
0: Vegas, another Vegas trip together. So I have a trip to Vegas coming up, which I'm titling my birthday trip, even though it's a little bit before my birthday. And that is basically so that I could use some birthday offers and get a trip into Las Vegas for the summer. The only other casino trip I have planned for the summer is an Atlantic City trip, which is going to coincide with the big everything Atlantic City Facebook. When's that trip? Meet up. actually they have a really great that is in august that is on august 20th and actually that is a great side note to go into is that the everything lost <laughs> i was about to say everything las vegas you see, this is hard for me because we're switching from from vegas to atlantic and you city get older. but the everything atlantic city group Yes, that that that's that's probably that's probably it. But it's a really cool group, the EAC group. We will give a a link in the show notes to this group. This group on Facebook has been around for quite a few years, and I am very friendly with the folks that started it, Joe and Barb. And this is their sixth year anniversary, and they actually have a wonderful party that is sponsored by Bally's. And Bally's, I think we've talked about it before, has done a lot of interesting renovations in Atlantic City, and they're doing like a beach party. So this is the weekend of August 20th. There is still time. You have to sign up for this party. And I think there's still availability, but they're getting, they're getting close to capacity. But I will put in the show notes, the, the EAC group, you know, where to go to sign up for the group. But as long as you sign up for that Facebook group, you can also sign up for this party pending that there is still space at the party. And it's really, it's really great. I mean, Bally's is, it's a, it's at the Bally's Beach Bar. And the beach, I call it the New Jersey Riviera, (laughs) which is Atlantic City. But they actually, it's going to have complimentary food and beverage. And they're providing a DJ and everything. So it's a really cool event. And once again, that event is planned in August on the 20th of August. So it's something definitely to look at. This Facebook group is very, very active and has a lot of members and has a lot of stuff about Atlantic City if you're interested in. But that's that's something good to look at. So anyway, I have that trip going. I actually booked the new American Airlines oh, cool. flight say. to Atlantic there? City from Charlotte, <laughs> Yes. And I haven't, and I, and I've gotten my first, it's the first time ever I've had an American Airlines confirmation where it says the second flight is aircraft bus. (laughs) So the plane flies to Philadelphia and then you transfer to a bus. They actually call it like American Eagle. So I think it's actually painted like American Airlines. (laughs) And then that bus takes you to Atlantic City airport.
2: So you have to like literally get, how long does it take to get from Philadelphia to Atlantic City airport?
0: They are blocking it as an hour. So, if I look at my my trip that is listed listed here, it lists from from Charlotte to Philadelphia, and that gets into Philadelphia at nine twenty a m. And then I have aircraft type bus <laughs> at ten fifty a m. So that's, it's pretty, I I think it's pretty interesting, actually. I haven't chosen my seats yet for Charlotte to Philadelphia. I'm wondering if it'll pull up a seat map for the bus. I haven't tried that yet. So that's, that's some, I don't know how it works on a bus. I don't think it does anything. It's telling me the seat map is not available. Yeah, probably, probably. Yes. I mean, this is, there are going to be jokes, you know, jokes galore about taking this bus, but it is pretty cool. And it's all included in one airfare. and basically American Airlines is doing that with a few with a few destinations. So it's where they're doing the I guess you would call it the final mile by by ground transportation. Is it bad? I'm telling, I think I'm the most interesting thing about price it is in and
2: Philadelphia I, right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know you should. I, oh I would love you to do that. I, the, the, actually that would be a great thing for you to come in for. I might have said that to you recently. What's interesting is and I'm not and I'm not sure about this yet, but I think if you were to check a bag, I think your bag actually gets transferred from the plane to wow. the bus. So that's actually pretty That is cool.
2: cool.
0: Yeah, I don't think I'm checking. And where are you going to stay for that? So on onward to my loss, I'm going to stay at Borgata.
2: Wise choice, I think. I was going to say, are you going to stay at your your fave?
0: Yes, I'm going to stay at my fave because you know what? My calendar was, is wide open. The Fiori suite, which I really like was available and I get really good. Free play offers. They have one of my favorite lounges. They also have a pretty nice pool set, though it's a little bit of a concrete jungle. Borgata is not on the on the beach. But I'm quite nostalgic about it. I haven't been back to Atlantic City since last September. And I know this is why you should also come in, Steve. I know we're going to plan some meetup time, mm-hmm. you know, for travel Zork, Zorkast people. I actually did post in the Facebook group about this, and quite a few people are going. So it's a great, it's a great weekend to go to the New Jersey Riviera. But now I'm going to pivot to my Las Vegas trip, which I'm flying also on American Airlines from Charlotte to lovely Las Vegas. I've noticed <laughs> lately that actually American has quite a few flights a day from Charlotte. Yeah, I know. I know. And I'm I'm spending my first three days of the trip at Wynn Las Vegas. And then I am going over to Crockford's. Originally, I was planning to spend a full six nights in Las Vegas, but I'm not exactly sure that I'm going to do that now because the way it's turning out now is I'm getting right back to Charlotte and then leaving immediately for Vietnam. And that might be a little bit too much because the Vietnam trip sort of came together after this trip was planned. So
2: I'll I'll see how that goes. What have I told you about this trip, Steve? Well, I'm in the group about the trip that you added me to on Twitter, despite the fact that I'm not going on the trip. So I know that there's plans to do a lot of craps, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you are in that, in that secret group. So, yes. Yeah, so, so this Vegas trip, I know. And actually, this is one of the more planned uh, – this is one of the more planned – I forget you're sitting in the background of our private <laughs> Twitter group. But this is one of the more planned trips. It all started off because Vegas Duffy – And I were talking about doing our birthday month trips because he's also win black card and we get extra bonuses for birthday month. And we chose a time that would work for us. And this was the weekend that worked. So we actually are starting off on Friday. I get into Las Vegas and I'm immediately getting a haircut at Wynn Las Vegas. And since Steve can see my hair while recording this podcast, (laughs) I really do need a haircut. (laughs) So, So I will be getting a haircut at Wynn Las Vegas and we are actually going to dinner with some friends at Delilah. So that's really sort of exciting because I loved Mayfair Supper Club. And while Delilah isn't exactly the same concept as Mayfair Supper Club, that's been something I've really been looking forward to. Actually, you probably know, you you follow this stuff more than I, you probably know more about Delilah than I do.
2: I don't know actually that much about it, weirdly. I feel like I should, though. Maybe this is something we need to find out for next week. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a surprise, and I'm really looking forward to it. So it's really cool. Obviously, you can look up what Delilah is. And then on Saturday, I'm doing some spa stuff. I don't remember. I think, oh yes, on Saturday I'm getting a shave because I love the barbershop at Wynn. So I will not shave until Saturday. And then I am also getting a manicure and then after that what we have planned is we're all going to sort of meet up at Wind Tower Suites for some pre-drinks and then we have a limo with a couple of people where we're going to pop to from location to location and do a limo dice crawl on a Saturday night. And I have never done a dice crawl like this. I've walked from casino to casino, but I've never done one where we're actually going to get in a limo and go from property to property. And we know that there are some logistical problems here, like whether everyone can get on a table. And there probably isn't gonna be the case every time. And we're not sure everyone's gonna, you know, be able to always get on a table and we might just sort of hang around while some people play or combine bank bankrolls. But we wanted to try, we wanted to try this, this concept. And basically it's small buy-ins, seeing if you can get on a good roll and then moving off to the next casino. And I think it's a pretty great idea. We're not sure right now. What's also even better about this is Danny, Vegas introvert, is going to be joining. And what was awesome about him joining is that he's going to be doing a bunch of video about this dice. So I think that's really cool. So I don't have to worry about this. I don't have to worry about the social media stuff. And obviously Vegas Duffy is going to be there. Chris uh, Smallwell, Tim of The Better Life, my really good friend, John. And we're not sure, there might be one or two other people. And Vegas Duffy put together the schedule for the dice crawl. So we're going to start with, you know, start the evening, you know, first before we get in a limo with lemon drop martinis, because that's what he loves. And then we're going to start at you know, win Las Vegas Tower Suites. We're going to try to hit Palms, then Arlene's, and then Gold Coast. Then we're going to go to dinner, and we have a dinner reservation at the Circus Circus Steakhouse, nice. which I've never been to before.
2: It's great. I've been once. Yeah. when? How oh, long ago long were you ago, there? Like maybe my second time in Vegas. It, but it's great value and great quality steak. And I've heard, you know, lots of reviews since, and it's supposed to be super good still.
0: Yes, yes. Let's see. Oh, and then after dinner, we're going to try to go to the Stratosphere Virgin. Well, we know we'll be able to get on a table at Virgin. It's always empty there. <laughs> that's, that's been my ongoing If they joke. even have any tables. And yeah, that's true. And then we're going to end at the Golden Gate. I also forgot to mention that my favorite Hawaiian friend is also joining for the trip and he's given me he's given me a little bit of grief because we have we don't have the famous Hawaiian casino on the on the dice crawl. It's basically a way for a bunch of people to get together, pop into different casinos, which I love to do. Check out what's going on, you know, check out the dice tables, play a little bit, move on to the next casino. And obviously having a limo for a couple of hours allows you to do that. Vegas is so busy now, especially on a Saturday night. You could imagine that logistics would be really difficult, you know, walking from place to place or trying to take Ubers or taxis. So we sort of thought this was a fun idea. As far as limos, I got a very, traditional big stretch limo, which is like good for like eight people. I didn't want any of these like crazy monstrosities. I wanted something that was like a Vegas classic limousine, if you know what I mean. Do you sort of get that vibe? Am I crazy no, not to want that? You just but I sort want of, one of those like big just soft,
2: classic stretch limousines. You don't want one of those big soft Hummer things.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the Hummer thing, I mean, I think they're cool. And by the way, Alex of VIP Limo, I recommend a ton of people – to his service. They've got those great big Hummers and other kinds of cars. But I think for this, we just wanted something that was more like a, like a traditional limo. I mean, for me, that's a little bit of like the OG way to do it. You know, it brings back my memories of the limos that like places like Stardust used to have. And you don't see, I mean, you still see quite a few stretch limos. And hopefully it'll be a really nice one because I arranged all of that with Win Las Vegas. So that is pretty exciting. And then on Sunday, we're planning some spa time, which is great. So me and a couple of friends are going to do spa time. I think I have like a 100-minute massage booked, which is extremely decadent. And then the other thing we're going to try to do on Sunday is play dice outside at the European pool at Wynn and we've heard recently from folks that that's a $25 table which is actually pretty good at win the only problem is the weather this weekend is 100 and yo <laughs> so or 111 fahrenheit or 111 fahrenheit for people which is super duper warm so i guess we're we're just going to have to see from screen that. yeah yeah and i don't know if playing dice at the pool is going to be comfortable or not in that kind of weather. So I guess we're just going to have to see. I have no other plans for Sunday night, which is done on purpose, because I feel that this has been, you know, really quite a bit of plans already. Then on Monday, I move over to Crockford's. On Monday, there is a wonderful meetup. So the 360 Vegas podcast, which is it's one of the best Vegas podcasts out there, and absolutely one of the best Vegas communities out there, has something that they call Vegas Vacation. And this is Vegas Vacation 11, where they have a bunch of people from their community that get together. So on Monday, they have what they call the 360 Vegas Family meet and greet at Mirage Center Bar. And I will put a link to this, though. I'm going to try. Hopefully, you're listening to this right before it happens. That's on Monday, June 13th. And Vital Vegas is going to be there. Las Vegas Gal, The Better Life, Pennies for Vegas, who we know just arrived in Las Vegas. Chef Demoni is going to be there. I was recently on his podcast. We're going to have him on Zorkcast. Travel is going to be there. I guess that's me. (laughs) And Vegas Confessions Podcast is going to be there. It was so funny because Julia just sent me a text message. Wait, you're going to be in Vegas too? It just seems like so many people are in Vegas this weekend. So that's like sort of a group meetup at 6 o'clock at The Mirage. And then at 8 p.m., there's going to be group gambling. That brings me through Monday then I don't really know. I might leave early. I'm a little sad because I'm using my first casino offer at Resorts World. I'm booked in Crockford's and it looks like I got really lucky and they've upgraded me to a strip View suite at Crockford's. And I would love to be able to hang out at Crockford's for a couple of nights in a suite. But also, I'm starting to get a little bit tense about getting back for my trip to Vietnam. So I am planning – I think I might skip town a little bit early, but we will will see. So I have no additional plans at that point. But I think that's quite – I also want to do some pool time at Crockford's too, so I've got that. So I think that's I think that's about it. Did I miss anything, Steve?
2: Or how would you know? If yeah, I well, that? how would I know? But it sounds like a jam-packed trip. And and how many days do you have before you then head off to Vietnam?
0: <sighs> well, the way it is now, I've got like twenty-four hours.
2: <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that.
0: <laughs> to put it gently. <laughs> My w- wife thinks this is a crazy plan. <laughs> That's uh, But I, I and I sort of agree with her this trip. I mean, we weren't supposed to be going to Vietnam and it wasn't supposed to start on this date. So I just am sort of pulling it all together. That's why I think I might just leave a little bit early to... Yeah you know, to make things a little bit more normal, normalized, but we will see. I mean, it's very, I mean, it's, it's like I'm torn, right? Because I want more time in Vegas, not necessarily than just for gambling. I just want more Vegas time. I'm really excited to also have more time at Resorts World in a super bougie suite, hopefully. But on the other end of it, I also need to get ready for a two week trip to Vietnam. Mm. So that's a, and we're doing, I'm doing hand baggage for my Vegas trip and I'm doing hand baggage for the Vietnam trip also. So I have to, you know, really pack smart and mostly because lots of flights involved and things have just been so crazy lately. We just feel we want to be nimble, right? If flights cancel or change, that if we just have carry-on bags, we could just get ourselves to the next flight. And that's part of, you know, that's part of our logistics as American citizens we needed to get a visa for Vietnam and that's all been taken care of. We're staying only at two hotels. One of the hotels actually has a casino. Imagine that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and That's dangerous. Uh, the JW Ma- the JW Marriott, yes, well probably not so dangerous. <laughs> the JW Marriott in Hanoi has a casino. It operates all in US dollars. So I mean it's it's pretty exciting, you know. I've never been to Vietnam, and I just think it's it's going to be a great trip, you know. And I'm looking forward to this is this is a major anniversary trip for myself and my wife, which is really exciting. And then after Hanoi, we're going to be staying at the Four Seasons Resort. R- R- resort, I thought it's like my New Jersey accent comes in every once in a while. Do you ever notice that when I say resort? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just keep thinking you But forgetting. we're going to be staying at the Four <laughs> Seasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably, that's, that's probably it, but we're going to be staying at the Four Seasons Resort (laughs) Hoi An called the Nam Hai. And that's, that's really, really exciting. So it's pretty cool. The other logistics, I don't know people who are poor who are dog people or not dog people. But obviously, there's a lot of logistics when you have a senior citizen dog and you're getting ready to go away. He's sleeping behind us, thankfully. But I think I've worked all of that out. So I was getting a little bit I think that's actually one of the hardest logistics.
2: You don't you've never had a dog, have you? You just have chickens.
0: Yes, I've never had a dog.
2: I've met your dog quite a few times
0: yeah well, people like him. And it looks like now that one of the wonderful ladies from our vet wants to actually uh, watch him while uh. and and take him to work some days. so so, Leo, isn't that convenient? He's so love that. uh you know, and a vet is all over that. So I mean, they have, yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a great I think it's gonna be a great trip for him. So it'll be a great week. so, and that also makes me feel a little bit better. So, Steve, I think one of the I do a lot, I, I or I read a lot of social media, and it was interesting that Brian Kelly of the Points Guy did a long. Instagram story about an issue with a booking at hotels.com. It's actually saved on Instagram under his saved stories. But one of the things that was interesting is, you know, a lot of people wrote into him and they were talking about hierarchy of, of how different places do VIP. And someone said they worked for four seasons and that hotel bookings direct through the hotel you know, get the highest priority, then Amex FHR, then Preferred Partner or Virtuoso, Online Bookings, Wholesalers, Expedia, Booking.com, Hotels.com. And the only thing that I think is a little bit different here is that the Four Seasons Preferred Partner Program, I think, falls under that hierarchy Mm -hmm. of, of direct booking. So that's something important to remember. I think a lot of times we talk about Travels work travel and booking, and we book a lot of these preferred programs. And we have found that, you know, in a lot of cases, our clients are taken very good care of, especially because we we follow that stuff up quite a bit. So that's something interesting. what have you have you heard about hierarchy that way? about luxury bookings like within Presario and things, do you get the feeling that, that people booking under luxury programs are getting better priority even than those with status?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's probably true. I think it does vary from property to property. I would say that's the only thing, particularly with Presario, because there's so many properties. But when it's an advertised benefit of the program, and I think we've touched on this before, it starts to make you think, well, how much do I need to maintain my status? If I'm always staying, say, at the Comrade or, or the Waterford Story or the LXR brands, then perhaps I'm better off just booking impresario each time because I'm still getting a lot of those benefits I would get from my Hilton status. I don't know how you feel about that.
0: It, I think it's definitely something that becomes very compelling when you, book, when you book these programs. And I think, I mean, a little bit of it is also... You know, booking with travel agents, even if it's not us who do the booking for you or somebody else, you know, as long as the travel agents are keeping up on your reservations and making sure everything is fine. And there really is, I would say, you know, in general, when people say, should I use a travel advisor? There's a heck of a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes in a lot of cases with travel advisors, not just up, but any, any travel advisor. So that's something else to,
2: Think. yeah and the thing is so jumping with that sort of thing onto with that next, sort of thing as well yeah we have great relationships with properties that we build up over time because we are frequently booking clients there as do other sort of travel advisors and that's one advantage particularly if you're using these luxury programs we know we can get you into a good room at certain properties based on the relationship we've cultivated with those properties
0: that's absolutely true i also think that we are very much a voice of reason with regard to upgrades and Mm. things like that. I listened to a great webinar yesterday and, you know, a big part of it is, and I mean, I I sometimes call us the worst salespeople (laughs) in the world, but we often, you know, we often tell people you probably won't get upgraded on this trip, or if this is really important to you, maybe we should look at booking the higher room category, or maybe if, a higher room category is important for you, and this is not in your price range. Maybe we should look at a different hotel. I think we we can tell that from experience. We also can speak to some of the salespeople at the properties and really, you know, feel them out on what the situation is with upgrades. So setting expectations really well. And I know nobody wants those expectations, but sometimes it's really good to have an expectation that you won't be upgraded, or it's highly unlikely. That you will. And especially if you've got extra people in the room, like a third person or a fourth person or kids, you know, things like that, that can make a a really big difference. Absolutely. So Steve, this is my thought piece. Yes, I think so. My thought piece for the day. So the transformative power of adventure. I was reading this article the other day, and I will also put a link in the show notes to this article. So it's titled The Transformative Power of Adventure. And it says, What's left for adventure to reveal that can't be streamed or Googled from the comfort of our homes? And you know what the answer is, which I love. I love this answer. Simply and profoundly, our truest selves. So, but what's, it, how we're going to relate this to gambling. So this article goes on to talk about every adventure combines four major elements, risk, effort, excitement, and the unknown. These are the very same elements that comprise the act of living itself. That's sort of deep. You got to think about that a little bit. At least I do. And so, per- <laughs> and so perhaps we are onto something important when we examine what adventure could teach us about life. And I thought I love these four elements, you know, when they were sort of relating to adventure and travel, but I thought like when you're planning a Vegas trip and a casino trip, the author of this article would probably hate the idea that we're doing this, but this is fine (laughs) because this is what we do. But if you took these four major elements, right, risk, effort, excitement, and the unknown, and look at like, like planning a Vegas trip, right? Like, or planning a casino trip, let's just call it a casino trip. And you could correct me or expand on these further, but you've got risk, right? Always. Because it's gambling. So there's always risk. I mean, there's effort. What do you think the effort would be? To me, the effort is like trying to align your casino marketing offers you know, with the trip. Like, oh, I've got this good offer here. I've got that offer here. I've got this free play. I want to figure out my strategy for what I'm going to do because it's not – when you gamble and you have casino offers, it's not just as easy as just booking a room, right? You've got to look at your offers. Maybe you have to talk to a host. There is excitement, of course. There's excitement Always. because you're going to Vegas. It's in the planning stage is excitement, and, and right, and then there's the complete unknown. And I guess the unknown sort of circles back to the risk yeah. thing because you never know what's going
2: to happen. How are you going to end up?
0: Like I'm a table win? player. Maybe I'll open up for my first. Yeah. Right. Or, or maybe you go into it saying, I've got a three day trip to Vegas. I'm going to gamble for like 30 hours and you start the trip and you lose most of your bankroll oh within a couple hours. And then you say, okay, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do more. So what do you, what do you think of this? Is this a crazy concept of, you know, how you relate it to gambling? Is that sort of a hokey, you know, sort of a hokey thing to do? Or, or do you sort of like that idea of like the different, elements of a trip and does that make something like you know gambling trips you know last time we were talking about the me trips does that make it even more interesting because it's like all of these battles that we have and stuff with ourselves like do you sort of agree with that or disagree with that
2: yeah no i think i agree um, i think that those those sort of elements though have always been there it's just perhaps now we're labeling them through this sort of article that you've read and these ideas. But certainly, they've always been there for me. And I think that they can apply to any trip. It doesn't just have to obviously be a gambling trip.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess you'd have to get into it a little bit deeper. But like, what is it? You know, it it basically relates like there's so many things. I mean, I I guess what this is trying to say is that there's so much that you really can't experience unless you're really experiencing it in the world. And I would say that's true. I mean, I guess the parallel I mean, the parallel with gambling would be. You know the ubiquitous nature of online gambling, right? No. Like, look, like in the UK, you could play almost any slot machine you want online. So, uh, someone might say to you, "Well, Steve, you are a slot degenerate. <laughs> why do you need? Guilty. Why do you need to go? Why do you need to go to Vegas? Yeah, guilty. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Why do you need to go to Vegas when you could do that online from the comfort of your home?" And you know, this could be part of that answer. So, I just thought that was sort of interesting. Probably a little. Probably a little obtuse and hokey, but I, I just thought it was something interesting to touch I think
2: that's definitely true, though, because people would think that, and people do think that, and do say that to you. Why Why do you bother going all the way there when you can get it home? And it kind of touches on what we talked about last week, too, with having those alternatives and having to find those alternatives during COVID. So, so it's not as far-fetched as you might think.
0: Yeah. And that's that actually would run into the kind of situation where someone would say to you, why are you, you know, you like to gamble. Why are you going all the way to Vegas to gamble? Right. Like, why is that? Why is that important? Why would you do that when you can gamble online or gamble in the UK? So
2: but I, I thought that's, but, but, I think that's sort of I interesting, the, the you know, out interesting out in stuff. The UK. I can't get the 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 restaurants, the 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 additional add ons, I think, would be my argument.
0: No, absolutely. Absolutely. And especially the gambling aspects.
2: Well, yeah. And different games, different machines, different types of game. The UK is very much limited.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. So I I don't know. I'm curious what anybody thinks. I I love all of this hokey kind of stuff like, you know, travel enlightenment and things like, uh, you know, and things like that. And moving on to, you know, how all these trips are different and things are different around, you know, all over. I was joking this week how I keep getting targeted ads for Excalibur, but it's like the Royal Suite at Excalibur, which obviously <laughs> somebody is not targeting their ads correctly or or the bots don't the bots don't understand me, but you go the funniest stay there. the funniest thing I saw you know I read all of their review. I'm trying to do fewer tra- you know what why don't you yeah maybe maybe you'll say you've stayed at Excalibur before no I have not really really? why would I stay there? I don't know. I Those thought maybe you did fans. on one of your early trips. How do I know? Yeah, I know it is like the number one didn't we used to joke about this? It's like the number one package holiday uh, <laughs> because they're always because people are always so impressed, you know, it's like I don't know, it's like six hundred pounds a person, yeah. you know, with airfare and they're like, this is such an amazing deal. But do you realize the rooms are only nineteen dollars <laughs> a night to begin with? So it's not really that great of a deal. <laughs> But anyway, I was I was looking at a what was interesting is I read in a group and somebody, I don't know if they were toying with people or not or if this person was serious. I'm lending to believe that it was sort of serious, but they were saying staying at Circus Circus next month. Super stoked heard that this was a timeless classic in one of the best hotels on the strip. And I was looking at all of the the feedback from people like, change your reservation, don't stay there. And then other people like, oh, I stay there every time and I love it. And it just gets me thinking, which is so interesting about Las Vegas, you know, people have such varied opinions about these different properties and even setting aside if we want to be snobbish or not snobbish and for some people you know staying at circus circus i think they're about to start on additional renovations there some of the rooms have been renovated there some people actually sort of like it they like the adventure dome thing they 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 sort of like it which i think is great but i think it's i think it's very Funny the different opinions you get in the Vegas world. Is that sort of how you like? You've been in a lot of these, you know, Facebook groups before, and I I guess I've I've become more humble about it. That I think it's sort of nice that people can find such immense joy, you know, quote places you wouldn't be caught dead in. So I I just think that's sort of
2: yeah, and I think you know, or just an observation. I I do think that they're not as bad as people make out in some of these groups. I mean, if if I had no choice but to stay at Excalibur and it meant I could still go to Vegas and I would probably stay at Excalibur. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. So I think things can be a little bit overblown sometimes in those groups, but I still wouldn't personally choose to stay there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I, I, I totally, I totally understand that. But I just, I think that is sort of, it's just, it's just sort of interesting, you know, how, how different people have strong opinions. And I think also in general, I think we need to be more kind about opinions because I think you're right. I don't think a lot of these places are truly as bad as some people will will make it out to be, you know? And especially because a lot of them have had renovations over recent years. Like, look at somewhere like The Link, right? I mean, before it was renovated in
2: Imperial Palace. Yeah, and I mean, Harrods has been renovated nicely so recently. Dumped.
0: But it's not – Mm -hmm. I think you've got to be – I guess what I'm trying to say is that you just need to be – you need to be a little careful about your opinions. The other thing that I always wonder, and that's one of the joys of doing this immense – this gigantic dice crawl is just checking out other properties. You know, the question is like when's the last time – like Vegas is always changing so much. So many renovations are going on, so many changes – You always wonder, like, you know, when someone says, I stayed at Circus Circus once, I never stay there again. Oh, by the way, I stayed there 22 years ago. It's like, (laughs) okay, and that's completely irrelevant because Caesar's Palace 20 years ago was totally different, right, than Caesar's Palace today. I mean, there are a bunch of properties that weren't around, but, you know, it's a lot – That kind of thing has a real shift. So I have one other interesting observation that I ran into this week that I didn't mention that I would be mentioning to you. And I was sort of curious (laughs) about your opinion because people have been very critical. Yeah, people have been very critical of the fact that I think most people are aware a number of properties are never going back to traditional room service. Mm Mm-hmm they just have like the uber eats the uber eats model where you order and they give you a bag with food and somebody was the recently complaining that for about Luxor saying you know they're not yeah, I mean, I, I some people were complaining about it, but I was sort of thinking about it. You know, like I, I love room service. I recently did a Facebook post about like great in-room dining, but I only like in-room dining where it's really fancy and bougie and's got like nice place set up and you know linens so and all of Basically, you like in-room dining where they but charge as you like three hundred
2: bucks for the privilege. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Well, this is, this is where I was going on this. So when you're being comped by a property and you're well aware of it, or you're booking a preferred partner thing like four seasons that includes breakfast, right? Then all of that is fine. But when I see people just. Randomly complaining, I'm thinking like were these people? They didn't seem like they're people that are RFB and comped at Luxor, and Luxor has no luxury program. Were they really? Are they really, really willing to pay for room service anyway? There's usually a gratuity that's 18 to 20 percent. There's a delivery charge which is like six to ten dollars. So basically, an omelet and coffee is like fifty five dollars. I think some of the complaining by people that you know, oh, room service is never going to happen again at a lot of properties a devaluation, we're losing room service. I'm sort of thinking people aren't willing to spend it anyway. I think a lot of these room service, these hotels that had full service room service were eventually going to get rid of that kind of in-room dining anyway. It's just that COVID accelerated all of that, but it was sort of on the way out for a number of, like properties like Paris and Luxor and those kind of places. I thought it was on the way out. So I think it's a little bit of a, overblown thing. I don't, maybe I'm wrong. It just, that's just my thought about that.
2: Well, I think it's sort of a natural progression too, isn't it? Because you get these delivery services now, like in this, over here, we have Deliveroo, you have Uber Eats, that sort of stuff. And it's not actually that dissimilar. I guess that the difference is when they start tacking on these huge delivery fees, when you could just go downstairs and get it yourself.
0: Right. I get you. But I mean, also you're just getting stuff delivered in a bag and it's a lot different
2: yeah you know, that's true i
0: don't know that you you know my thing about <laughs> glassware so that's a one of the final things we'll leave you with which is a little bit of a plug for travels or travel but we have a new landing page talking about the amazing offer at crockford's from impresario which is yeah. basically a stay four nights pay for Three offer. This offer is basically based off of best available rate. It also includes a daily breakfast benefit, which is currently $66.00. And a $100 resort, hotel resort credit. But the free night is quite unusual right now in Vegas because there are a lot of properties. There are not a lot of properties doing a free night. And there seem to be a lot of dates available. The Waldorf is also doing a similar program. So it's something to keep in mind because there are not a lot of deals out there. And it's just something to think about. Also, even though we've been a little bit torn on booking some of these because they are complicated for us because we put a lot of heart and soul into all of our hotel reservations, we do have some amazing rates for Conrad, which is no longer in Impresario or FHR. And some of them are really extreme. The only caveat for full disclosure, and this is on the Travels or Travel website, is that some of these rates are so inexpensive that they fall below our booking minimum. And if it's below a booking minimum, unless you are... Basically, if it's below a booking minimum, in a lot of cases, we do have to charge a small service charge just because it's below our booking minimum. But the rates are really crazy. And we're willing to, if people request them, we're willing to quote them. We just can't we just can't really market them because we don't know what we would do if we got hundreds of inquiries for them.
2: Yeah, these <laughs> rates are like Steve, 50 Steve bucks might, yeah. a night or something. So Whereas Hilton might be quoting you 150, 200. So you're still getting a better deal even with our booking fee. Plus, I can't cope if I yeah, have to, yeah, 300 but we want to you 300
0: wanna... <laughs> <laughs> different Yes, that's right, that's right. We can't And you also still get your diamond. You should still get your gold and diamond benefits. And one of the things that we try to do, we, we try to be super honest about all of this and on the travels, zork travel webpage we also have like a whole bunch of like terms and conditions of the things that we do at the end of the day our team of 3 people for travels or travel we try to be advisory we do all kinds of complex bookings tours airfare but obviously we have some fees we have to charge for some of those things and we're thinking by the end of the year actually our other our other third mike Friedman, we've been working on a a premium program where we can charge a monthly Fee and then provide you lots of extra travel research and information, but we haven't totally figured that thing out yet. That's my plug for the day. Do you think that's a good way to say it, Steve? Right? I mean, because I don't want to like surprise anyone and think that we have like extra hidden fees or something. But you know, it, it is it is really tough sometimes, and it is it is a business model which is based off of us getting you know commission from the booking. So we we have to sort of balance you know our time a little
2: bit. Yeah, I mean, because on these like full transparency on these 59 bucks a night bookings we're making like five dollars so it just wouldn't be viable for us to spend our time booking them otherwise
0: yeah, it just, it just doesn't work. And mostly because we're actual humans that do it. We're not like <laughs> yeah. <a> booking engine. <laughs> though. You know, we'll try. I mean, I, I, I would like to create a robot Steve, but I'm not <laughs> sure. So anything else to leave us with? Anything else this week on Vegas that we want to leave everybody with? Because we covered a bunch of topics. I, I think it was sort of a fun a fun episode. I'm really looking forward to this Vegas trip. Anything about Vegas over the last couple of days that really caught your eye that you'd like to end
2: with, Steve? And of course, I'm putting you on the spot, right? Not now. really, but... But one thing I did just randomly think of that we never spoke about is when they were finding all those dead bodies in the in the water. We need to we need to comment on that at some point. Maybe we should do an episode on that, the seedy side or the dark side of Vegas.
0: Yeah, yeah, the lake uh, the lake meat yeah. side. Also, didn't a one of the famous clubs. strip clubs, which not have been opened. I think Vital Vegas did an article. Didn't they – wasn't there a fire yeah. this was week or something or at or one of those? That's – that's. Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe we'll do a – you know, we'll do an episode on that. You know, I was looking at – what is the popular place now? I mean, I'm asking you. I'm assuming <laughs> you know. It's, it's Sapphire Club. Right? I have no idea. No, because they came up with – they have at Sapphire Club, they have a power – they have a topless power lunch. Wow! I can't. be, I, I swear to you, they have a topless power lunch. I'm gonna find it and put it, it into. Put it into this.
2: You show want to notes, send me out there? To but I was it, just I'm laughing so bad. Just you know, like you do with when you book people to go and stay in the hotels to review them for Travelzor. I'm happy to take the hit for the team and do this review.
0: I don't know here it is yes I found it I found it. they have a sapphire now has a topless pa- they have a topless power lunch it is available you see this is this is the kind of information you will not find on other podcasts it is available Friday to Sunday from noon to 3 as an aside, I don't think most people are doing power lunches. Well, maybe on Friday, but I don't think you do power lunch on Saturday and Sunday. I think it coincides to when they're open. But the first course, you're gonna love this. The first course, I this is this is great. The first, we didn't even tease this, but this is amazing. The first course, of course, is avocado toast with egg or buffalo cauliflower or falafel and veggies. And then there is a second course. You can have an Angus burger, a strip club sandwich, a Caesar salad, which you could select chicken or salmon. I've got to say, though, I'm going crazy here because they spelled the word Caesar incorrectly <laughs> on this menu. And you know, like, this is like, my brain is imploding here. Or you could have a Cobb salad. And then there's the third course is the Sapphire Fabulous Sunday. I bet that's better than the American Airlines Sunday. Vanilla or chocolate. They also, you could have a caramel, or is it caramel? Apple cheesecake or a perfect berry parfait. And you know, they're saying introducing the best new lunch deal in Las Vegas. That actually that three course lunch is $29.
2: Yeah, but then all the money you're gonna spend once you're in there. <laughs> I mean, their marketing materials are great.
0: Tell your work crew you'll be out of the office on a very on very <laughs> important business. The gorgeous girls at Sapphire Pool and Grill are ready to give you the true VIP treatment. A three-course lunch. With an appetizer, entree, and dessert of your choice for $29. Maybe you can add this into Did your we trip. mention you'll be surrounded by the... Yeah, maybe I can. Did we mention you'll also be surrounded by stunning, topless ladies as you lunch? It's a meal fit for a top-level executive. <laughs> or Steve <steamroller. laughs> Just without the CEO price tag. Ready to have your best Vegas dining experience? Oh my god, I'm going to put a links in the show notes. <laughs> this close
2: is to absolutely bad hysterical.
0: What? Yeah, this is this is definitely either it's gonna. You know what? This is the kind of thing that's either gonna get a bad review or a really good review. Anyway, thank you everyone for joining us. Have a wonderful weekend, or yeah, we're gonna drop this before the weekend, but eventually it is always the weekend. And until next time.
1: You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Insta at TravelZork and on the ZorkCast Facebook group. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, dream big and remember, a dollar won is twice as sweet as a dollar earned.